and welcome back to the Korean Beauty Show podcast for 2024. I am your host, Lauren Lee, the founder of K-Beauty Platform Style Story, where you can shop, learn and explore the world of Korean beauty and the founder of Korean beauty brand, Jellico. Now, if you are joining us for the very first time, then a big warm welcome to you. On this show, my aim is to do a couple of different things. Firstly, just to introduce the world of K-Beauty, which just seems to get crazier and crazier and bigger each year, and sort of break it down into a way where you feel 100% comfortable to jump in, make some first purchases, uh, and know that you're actually going to be getting products that are right for your skin and right for your needs and also just to introduce you know things that are going on behind the scenes in the industry uh, tidbits from the headlines and all of those kind of things just to I guess break down some of the barriers uh, into what can be quite you know on the one hand a lot of people talk about k-beauty it's very much been trending for years but I think for people that are new to the industry or maybe even new to skincare they hear so many good things about it but there are just so many blocks in their way when it comes to actually working out what's going to be right for them, where they can actually go to shop and buy products. And having lived and worked in the industry for so many years at this point, I just, you know, apart from being my hobby, this is just one of the things that I do actually love to do. Uh, I am a K-Beauty fangirl from way back. I first started using Korean beauty products in 2011. We are now in 2024. I'll let you do the math. It's been a while. Uh, 2024 is also the 10-year celebration of Style Story going online. Uh, If you've been following our journey from the beginning, you may recall that we actually started doing market stalls uh, at the Brisbane markets all the way back in 2013, 2014. No one can really remember at this point, but we got our first website built for us and we went online in the middle of 2014. So crazy to think how far we have come since then. Um, I do still have the pictures that we took at our first stalls that we did. And you won't believe it, but some of those products that we first started selling in 2014 are still being sold on our website today. So that is pretty crazy. One of the ones that I can think of off the top of my head is the Innisfree clay mask. Now that product looks quite different in 2024 compared to what it used to look like all the way back in 2014, but like it's still here. That in and of itself in K-Beauty is quite a bit of a feat. Uh, So I have lots of exciting things planned for you for this year. I'm really excited to get into it. I have already lined up my first guest for the year, which is an expert uh, in not only does she know quite a lot about K-beauty, but she has lots of interesting things to say on all the hottest treatments and procedures and things like that. So I'm really, really keen to have her on the show. That will be coming up this year, uh, Q1, <laughs> you know, you're not going to have to wait till the end of the year for it. Uh, but if you know anyone else that you think would be a good addition to the show, then please always feel free to get in touch and let me know. Uh, I do do guest interviews from time to time, but it's just the kind of thing that's a little bit hard to organize. To be perfectly honest, a lot of the time it's much easier for me to just get on the microphone when I have time and record something. Podcasting is not actually my job or 
something that I get paid to do. Uh, so for me, this is more just a labor of love because I love talking about it. And I have had to, I've got to have so many interesting conversations with so many people over the years. Uh, so to everyone that has been tuning in, you know, for a while, maybe not since the very beginning, thank you very much for your support. I had a chance over the holidays to sit down and actually have a look at the numbers for last year. And I was blown away how many hundreds of thousands of downloads we got. Uh, it's pretty crazy to think that there are that many people that are tuning into the show, but we had some really excellent statistics come back last year. We hit the top 10 in places like Australia, top 20, uh, I think it was in the US and so many other places. I didn't even actually keep track of it sort of from month to month, but in so many different places, we were at the top of the charts at one point or another. And that is just amazing. And I'm so glad that there are so many people that tune in to listen to little old me bang on about K-Beauty. So look, without any further ado, we have not had a news headlines update for a little while. And that's basically because before I went on holidays, I just recorded everything all at once so that I wouldn't have to get on every week and do something new. And also because my podcast editing team was taking a break as well. So it was that time of the year. We all took a break. I'm back ready to go. And I do have some news headlines for you. The first thing that I know a couple of you definitely will have seen if you've been uh, having a look on social media is that Sydney Sweeney has just been selected as Laneige's new global ambassador. Uh, So I mentioned this to my husband and he was like, oh no, she was their ambassador last year. And I was like, no, no, no. Like this has just been announced. And he goes, oh, she definitely did an ad for them. I was like, look at you keeping on top of the news. So apparently they have expanded their partnership uh, and she is going to be the Laneige ambassador in the US market. Although interestingly enough, when I was scrolling through their Korean um, Instagram account, I noticed that they were introducing her there as well in Korean. Uh, So there you go. I think they have been really leveling up with their brand ambassadors over the past few years, getting to more and more famous people. Uh, And this is a bit of a trend at the moment uh, across a lot of different Korean beauty brands to have really some quite impressive celebrities at the front of their brand. So Sydney will be, I guess, promoting Laneige's products uh, on their social media this year as well. I'm not exactly sure what that specifically entails, but suffice to say they have a new global ambassador. Now, starting off with that sort of upbeat, positive news for the new year, some bad news that I did come across, and that is that cosmetics prices are apparently going to be rising again. Uh, And this is starting straight off from the beginning of the year. Uh, Amore Pacific has announced that Etude House will raise the prices of 18 of their products. The average increase is about 15%, and that's across cleansing products, masks, packs and lots of different things and uh, a spokesperson for the brand has said that that is due to external factors such as rising raw materials and labor costs uh, they are not alone uh, LG and household LG household and healthcare rather have also raised the prices of some of their products for their brands CNP and beyond they've been raised by about ton one a thousand one uh, which represents an increase of about three to five percent per product. 
product. Uh, so not crazy, but like, you know, it's all getting expensive, isn't it? And they have again come out and basically said the same thing, that the rising cost of raw materials is up. That is an external factor that, you know, they couldn't really overcome. And also they mentioned fluctuations in exchange rates at the moment as well. So that is behind their price increases. So a little bit of good news, a little bit of bad news. Uh, you know, sounds pretty standard, really, doesn't it? Uh, so we did have a really interesting question of the week come through from, I, I presume she is actually a podcast listener, but she came through on my Instagram and she said, hello, Lauren, it might be off topic from what you usually talk about, but in regards to wanting to learn more about medicinal herbs or skincare in Seoul, do you know of any institutes or one month programs for beginners by any chance? And I thought this was a really interesting question uh, because we have been talking a little bit more on the show about Hanbang, which is, of course, uh, oriental um, medicinal inspired skincare and also um, Hanyak, which is Korean traditional medicine. And so, uh, you know, there are obviously if you are talking about becoming like a certified doctor, which I don't think our listener was talking about, but if you were actually wanting to do that and become certified, it's a university degree that you would go and like study at university for to become um, a doctor at a Honeywon, which is a tr uh, traditional medicine clinic. However, I did do a little bit of research and I had a look into it. And there are actually quite a few different ways that foreigners who are coming to Korea for like a short amount of time or a shorter amount of time can, uh, I guess, get to experience what is actually involved in the principles and practice of Eastern medicine. So one of the big ones is the Dongi Pogam village. And that is actually a village here in Korea. And you can go and learn all about oriental medicine, medicinal herbs. Uh, and, you know, it's even got restaurants specializing in medicinal herbs. It's got a natural oriental recreation forest. So they've basically divided all of the different um, facilities into different areas. So you can go and do the or oriental medicine experience. Then you, there's a theme park uh, as well and this is all based I assume on the principles taken from the Dongi Borgam which is really regarded as the classic book on uh, Korean traditional medicine that is uh, the book where this was all written down sort of in the more ancient times uh, and on, upon which a lot of the things that are still practiced today are based as well so that could be a really interesting thing I've never actually done that that and when I went and had a look into it, they've got like you can do a thermal healing experience uh, and do like hot stones and drink herbal teas and all this kind of thing. And now I'm thinking I should actually go and do that because it sounds quite relaxing and fun. Um, so that is one experience that you can do. I don't think that would take more than a day, though. So I'll put the link to uh, the Dongi Borgam village in the show notes if you're interested in doing something like that. If you're visiting Korea, the other thing I saw was that that Kyungi University at their Hospital of Korean Medicine actually has uh, a course that they do over four months. So it's like an extended course, but it's like one week over four months. And you can actually go into the departments um, and do like a clinical observation uh, and 
that's on the basis, I would assume, of uh, Oriental medicine, of Korean medicine. And Kyongi is actually very famous for their program on Oriental medicine. So, for example, you can have a look at different syndromes. Uh, you can do some diagnostic uh, study, pulse taking, diagnosis with MRI, thermal diagnosis, blood tests, constitution tests, which I think I've spoken about on the on the show before that I have like uh, a lot of uh, fever and inflammation that is my the constitution of my body so you can actually learn about all of that uh through this course and then the treatments as well like herbal prescriptions acupuncture i i assume this is not like super in depth because it's not an actual degree but Nonetheless, you can go and learn about uh, all of these kind of things, cupping as well. So I will pop the link to that one in the show notes. I'm not sure if it's in English or Korean, but you would assume if they're advertising it in, in English, it'll probably be in English. The other one is um, a 10-day study abroad thing that I found through the One Institute. And they basically get to go around and experience lots of different uh, lectures and visit some hospitals within different regions of the country as well where they are actually practicing acupuncture and using herbs and things like that so that could be fun too like doing uh, a course like that just for 10 days of study abroad and that way all of your you know accommodation and whatnot is included so you're right that is not technically the kind of stuff that we normally talk about but it was an interesting question and I know that a lot of people do reach out to me when they're planning like a trip or something in Seoul if they have a particular question about uh, where to where to go or what to see so I thought that no doubt there would be other of our listeners that are interested in learning a little bit more either about hanbang hanyak or uh, you know some of the principles that uh, Korean medicine in particular is based on so if that sounds like you go and check out the show notes for the podcast that I very lovingly sit there and write every single week (laughs) you will find them a short scroll down in your podcast app if you go and have a look and I've just got them basically there for you to do with whatever you would like if you are going to be like copying and pasting large swaths of them I would appreciate if you can give me uh, the credit for that I know sometimes people like to share it on like their YouTube channels or their blogs or whatnot and uh, if you want to do that like that's totally fine I would just appreciate if you can let people know where you found the information Um, that would be really good just because it really does take me a long time to find all of this stuff Uh, so I really do appreciate that when people reach out and say hey Lauren I'm gonna use this for X, Y, and Z. And I can even reshare it onto my um, channels as well if you reach out and let me know what you're using it for. Um, I know sometimes people do reach out on YouTube, from YouTube and whatnot. So I'm more than happy for you to share that. That's totally fine. Just let people know where you found it. Now, we also have some more new K-Beauty products on the Style Story website. And this was kind of a follow-up from... um, what we were talking about at the end of last year which was you know we were rounding up the trends we were talking about a lot of different ingredients and things like that and by popular request we actually have some of those products now available on the style story website the first of which is the abib heart leaf spot 
pad calming touch pads. So this is honestly one of the most popular products right now in Korea. It contains this ingredient, heart leaf, that we've been talking a lot about that is famous basically for its calming and soothing properties. And these just come in pads. So they've got a gauze side, which can help smooth out rough skin texture. And then a plain side as well. So basically the pads have two different sides to it. That's what they mean by like a gauze side and a plain side. Um, so look, these kind of pad products are so, so, so popular. I think you're either a pad person or you're not a pad person. That's my honest take on these. People that love pads just really, really love them. They get fanatical about them and they want to go and try all the different ones. I myself, and I've tried, I have tried to get into them and I found some that are really not sensitizing on my skin that have really soothing formulas. And I just just cannot get myself to like bring them into my routine. They just don't really serve a purpose. Uh, the way I use my toner, which is our Jellico um, Dewy Glaze toner, the way I use that in my routine is just gets rid of the need for any products like this. You know, I can use it on a cotton pad if I want to, if my skin is feeling really sensitized because of the jelly texture and it's not runny, I can really just apply it straight to my skin. So I just have not been able to get into these. I've tried so many different types over the years and I've honestly found some really, really beautiful formulas too. But I guess my verdict on pad products is if they work for you, they work for you. And if they don't, like, they just, you know, you won't find a use for them in, in your routine. But it's safe to say that in Korea at the moment, everyone is seemingly obsessed with them. So they are the ones that are really popular. If you've been wanting to try them, you can go and check them out on stylestory.com.au. Now, the other new product that we've had come onto the website is the Anua Heart Leaf 70% Intense Calming Cream. And this again is another one of those products that has heart leaf in it. The name is kind of the giveaway, right? So this has 70% of heart leaf extract, which is designed to help uh, for those that have sensitive skin that have had their barrier damaged. Uh, and it soaks into the skin and helps with hydration. Now, this formula is quite interesting because it also does contain ceramide and panthenol. Uh, so this is, a, a, I would say, a good option for those that have skin that has become very, very sensitized. Now, I would just recommend patch testing, uh, you know, like I always do, but these products. And the reason that I say that is because Anua does actually recommend their line for people that have damaged skin barriers and skin sensitivities, but I have been seeing pretty consistent feedback from a lot of different people about their products that they have caused breakouts. So these are extremely popular in Korea, but they don't necessarily fit in with absolutely everyone's skin type. So just be aware of that. And if that sounds like you and you do have a lot of redness, damage, irritation or anything like that, I would just urge you to be a bit careful, introduce them one by one on their own in isolation so that you can really pinpoint if anything is causing you any issues. So they are some newbies on the website. You can go and check them out on stylestory.com.au. Now, we've also had uh, quite a few new reviews for products uh, from our customers over the holidays. And I saw one pop up and I that prompted me that I, I do need to share this information. So let me read the review first. 
The review is for April B's Booster Clinic Hair Essence. And our customer gave it a five star and she said, this has been a wonderful product. My hair loves it. It makes it shiny. It takes care of my goofy flyaways. I love the way it smells too, clean and fresh. And I know that a lot of people really, really love this product. My sister is one of them too, actually. She is obsessed with it. And I have bad news to share with you guys. And that is that April B, I actually had a call with the Tepionim, the founder of April B on Friday last week. And he called me to let me know that they have had a bit of a redo of their strategy and that moving forward into 2024, they are going to be doing some quite different product offerings. So a lot, what that means is unfortunately that a lot of the products that people are absolutely obsessed with have been discontinued. And this is one of them. Now it's not all bad news. Uh, They do have new products that they're rolling out, but it is very bad news for a lot of our customers because I know how attached so many of you are to the products that already exist. So I think he mentioned about three of them will be carried over, but that's three out of a lot of different products. So you will see your old favorite April B products, I guess, disappear from the market. That is what it is going to mean. So if you have favorites like this that you want to stock up on, I would recommend doing that now because they're not going to be renewed. So that sort of when I saw this, I was like, oh no, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Um, unfortunately it is very, very common in Korean beauty for products to get reformulated for products to, um, come on and off the market for them to be upgraded. Uh, all of these kind of things that is just sort of part and parcel with K beauty. It is a little bit unfortunate, but, uh, I had a really good chat to, uh, the founder and he sort of went through the new strategy and I'm confident that you, if you like April B that you will be happy with the new products. Um, I'm getting samples of them. So once I've had a chance to test them, I will definitely let you know, but that is just to let you know a little bit of bad news on that front. But let's move on to some of the other products that people were reviewing. The other one was COSRX's Advanced Snail Mucin Cleanser. So they've actually got a face wash that is based off snail as well. And this reviewer said, best cleanser I have tried so far. Absolutely love this cleanser. I've really sensitive red skin and this feels so so nice on my skin. It always leaves my skin feeling fresh and never dry. A little goes a long way. Would a hundred percent recommend. So thank you very much for that thorough review. That is very good to know that you found something that works for you. Now, the last review we had uh, that I will share with you this week is for Jellico's Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask. And our reviewer, this was nice and short and sharp. She said, so soft. Loved using this mask. Made my skin feel so soft. So thank you very much to everyone that has shared their their thoughts uh, on products that they've purchased. Just because I think sometimes... Um, when you've put your money where your mouth is and you've actually gone out and purchased the product yourself, it does give you a little bit of a different perspective than people that are maybe sent the product for free or are being paid to advertise it or something like that. Now that's not to take away from people that are, you know, doing that kind of work because that's a job too, right? But I do think that, you know, uh, customers' perspectives are also really, really um, enlightening a lot of the time because if you've gone out and purchased it yourself, you kind 
kind of don't have any incentive other than saying how you you truly felt about it. Um, So I find that, you know, you'll often find good nuggets in among the reviews, whether it's, you know, sometimes people have subtle preferences for scents and things like that, uh, and that will tend to come through. Uh, so I always really appreciate hearing what people that have gone out and purchased the product, what they, what they think about it, whether they would buy it again. Like that's another thing. So many times I hear loved it, but I wouldn't repurchase it. That's useful information to know as well. Uh, so thank you to everyone that did leave a review. And remember, if you do leave them on our platform, platform that we give you points that you can use as money off your next purchase. And that's not a bribe or anything like that. You can literally say whatever you want. Um, they, they go up onto the website automatically if you're a verified purchaser. So we don't sort of go, oh, we're taking points off you. You're not allowed to say that. Like no one has that kind of time. Uh, so please make sure you do go and collect your points. If you don't already have a customer account, uh, but you've purchased from us in the past, all of your information information will be there. So as soon as you sign up for an account, you will claim the points for the the products that you purchased in the past as well. So just in case that's useful information. Now for my recommendation of the week for this week, I actually wanted to do a product that I was using in my my routine that I actually really rated. And I'm normally a very big cynic when it comes to a lot of Centella Asiatica products, only because first I've tried so many of them. And second, it's not really a new ingredient. So to do something special with it, you kind of have to really blow it out of the park. That's just my, my personal opinion. I've just tried so many over the years that have been ho-hum or nothing special or just a variation of something I've seen a million times before. And this one really did surprise me. This is Mixoon's Centella Asiatica Essence. And it actually came as a gift with uh, purchase uh, for when I was picking up one of their other products that I actually really, really love, which is their Bean Essence. And they had this with it. And so I went through the bottle of it and I am completely obsessed. This is not the kind of product. And this is why I love also just getting like random samples of things because sometimes you really do discover something and you're like, I never would have picked this up or I never would have taken any reviews for that very seriously. But this one is one that I am actually definitely going to use again. We stock it on our website. So I think I might just um, pilfer (laughs) the next lot that I see going past. And what I really liked about it is unlike a lot of uh, essences, which you just, uh, I feel like a lot of essences on the market are either very, very watery and I don't really feel like they serve a benefit or you're not 100% sure what they're actually doing. This one was just a really, really nice layer. It sat very nicely under my regular toner and I did feel as though it actually did soothe my skin. Uh, I do have, you know, that kind of skin type that Centella Asiatica is recommended for, which is extremely sensitive, uh, prone to irritation, rosacea, acne, all of those kind of things. And I can honestly say that even though I know all of those things about Centella, it's just not the kind of thing that I think I would have ever gone out and bought a specialist 
essence for it. Um, you know, essence I, I do have in my routine sometimes and then sometimes I don't. I really just, you know, adjust it to my skin based on the time of year. Uh, but I've actually been thoroughly enjoying McSoon's products. I am using their bean essence in the morning as well. And I was a little bit worried when I first tried that product. I was like, oh, I think this might be just too thick and gloopy. Uh, the snail essence, which it is supposed to be like a vegan alternative for the Cosrx snail essence. That is a product that I have personally not used in my routine for so many years, probably, probably since 2016, honestly. It didn't work out for me. It uh, caused a lot of breakouts and it just doesn't gel well with my skin. And then I saw that uh, Mixun was advertising their bean essence as like a vegan alternative to that. And I do have dry skin and I, you know, really do appreciate having layers in my routine. And I thought, you know, why not try it out? When I first got the texture for it, I was worried. I'm not going to lie. I thought this is not probably going to work that well layered underneath my regular products. And I was definitely wrong. It layers really nicely. So, so far I have been really impressed. I think that the hype is actually worth it. Uh, not every brand, not every product that you can say that about, but for these ones, I was actually really, really impressed. And I am definitely going to swipe a bottle of the Centella Asiatica Essence next time it crosses my desk. <laughs> so thank you very much to everyone that has tuned in. If you did ensure, uh, ensure, if you did enjoy the show, uh, then I would love it if you could share it with a friend or share it with someone that you also think would enjoy the show. And if you would like to support us remember that you can shop your korean beauty products at style story and you can also find jelly co at select retailers in australia and the u.s so thank you very much for all your support i will be back in your ears next week and until then i will see you on style story <laughs>